Hello, everybody. Welcome to part two of my interview with Mickey Gall on Fitz Nation. We pick things up about halfway through, and you'll hear the question here. I'm asking him about how he mentally approaches fights and if he's ever held himself back between the ears in terms of thinking what he can accomplish. This answer might surprise you, and it's a bit of insight into what fighters deal with on their way up to a fight. That and so much more. Enjoy part two of this interview with Mickey Gall on Fitz Nation. Do you, did you ever battle that um, kind of mindset of holding yourself back? I think, I think a lot of us, we hold ourselves back before anything outside of us holds ourselves back. Did you ever deal with that um, kind of on your way up? I know you got to the UFC right away, but did you come up with reasons why you couldn't get to a certain level? Um, I think I'm more dealing with that now. And like, cause I think people, I've always like, nah, bro, I'm not self-sabotaging. I'm, I'm gonna, I, I, I love myself. I want to be great. I why, why would I do any of that? But it's, I think there's unconscious things we do that do the, the opposite and do self-sabotage and stuff. And uh, there's some, yeah, there's some things like I, f- I find myself for this fight being like, ah, oh, man, like, like thinking, thinking about, I, I find myself, I'll be in the shower thinking about what my Instagram post is going to be when I lose. What? Like, like if I lose the fight, like how, how I'm going to, like what I'm going to say, you know what I mean? Like, like, and I'm like, I like smack myself in the head. Like, bro, what the fuck? Like, that's not good thoughts. Like, why are you th-? like thinking about, oh man, now I'm going to be this if I lose. And like, just like, even those negative thoughts and me and Matt Brown and everyone were, were like, we talked about like all that stuff. And like, he, you know, he's the bat, like the baddest dude there is. And he does the same thing. We all, we all have that. Everyone has that type of stuff, but like trying to just check it and like, you know, any of those, any negative thoughts, because you, you got to be, if you're smart, you realize you go in there with a killer. You never know what's going to happen. MMA, there's so many ways to win, so many ways to lose. You'd be dumb to ignore that stuff. You know what I mean? So, but if you, but when you think about it, it's like, it, it's not good though. It's not positive. It's not, you want to be thinking positive. I want to be thinking, oh, like picture myself, you know, destroying this guy. Right. I, I was doing that. I watched, I watched this dude, Jordan Williams. Bro, he's at 85. He, no one could, no one heard him. He would, they'd, they'd hit him with a lot of shots and he's just there, right in your face, right back in your face. Durable as all hell. Clearly strong with heavy hands. Um, so, like, there, I'm, I'm smart enough to know I could lose this fight. You know what I mean? I, I'm yeah. smart enough to know you could do some shit to me. Uh, but God, God, does it feel good now? Yeah. That is, um, I don't know if I've ever heard a fighter tell me that, that you think about an Instagram post on what you would say yeah, right? if you it's lose so, the fight. Yeah. So It's so whack. Like it's, it's, it's but, but then Matt Brown said he does this, like others do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, what what were you, you what were you picturing? What, what, what was the post going to be? I don't like, know. What were you thinking about? I don't know. Corny stuff. Like with yeah. my shield, on my you, shield, with my shield or on it or like, whatever, yeah. like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like yeah, you know, it, whatever like like it would be and it would be like fleeting because i would battle that stuff because i know like positive visualization stuff is important so i'd immediately like literally literally smack myself in the head and like with both my hands and be like what are you doing like chill out yeah. like, think positive i make myself put some positive thoughts stuff them back in there but even though that's where my like my mind's going if i'm you know we we all we all think we all think that stuff we're not just we're not just dumb meatheads who are like oh i'll destroy anyone anytime no, nah, man. Like we're, it's all people. 
people yeah. have doubts people you know and it's, if you're intelligent like um like matt's pretty stoic but matt's so m- much smarter than i ever thought he was i think anyone ever would realize like how yeah. smart and intelligent he is um so yeah if you've got a brain you're gonna think like like there, what's that thing where it's like this, this world's got too many dumb people who are confident and smart people who are not confident because they over like think things uh-huh. that's the truth man if you got a brain yeah. like you're gonna be able to see both sides and both possibilities and you know you got but you have to battle that within you know keep it to keep the the good vibes and stuff like that i think the toughest thing especially for you guys but i think for everybody is um we all want to keep it real in the in the sense of um be realistic so i want to achieve great things in broadcasting but in my head my my kind of brain has to understand that I'm not going to announce the Super Bowl next year. Right. So we pull back on all this stuff. And for fighters, I can imagine where it's just like, yes, I can visualize winning the title. I can visualize steamrolling through everybody. I can also envision uh, visualize because it's happened to me before getting caught, uh, getting tired in a what these things that can go wrong. And then it's, and then it's trying to it being real is not always a good thing. Like being realistic with your expectations is probably a bad thing because they come based on your previous experiences, which haven't all been good. Right. Yes. It's it's, like, it's, it's almost like, like ignorance is bliss. Like you, you look almost at those, those dumb, confident people and you're like, man, be nice. (laughs) You know what (laughs) I mean? Right. Right. Like, you know, but, uh, and the same way, like you can't see yourself doing the Super Bowl next year. Like I, like, and you try and look ahead and look at those big things, those big time goals. I, you know, I know I'll be fighting for UFC belt, but not this year, right. not next year either. I just got it. So I just got to take it one fight at a time and just, you know, just plug away. I got to just, all oh, I had, you know, I had no call out this time. I, I just, just focus on Jordan Williams. I had to, right. I was either going to, I was either going to kill or be killed. That that's where my mind was. I was, I, like even like walking out to the cage, I'm standing there looking over at the apex, and I'm just like, I'm not going. I'm not going back to that locker room, a loser. I'm not going back to that hotel, loser. I'm not going back to Jersey, a loser. I'm ready to. I'm gonna smash my bones against this dude until one of us are, is unconscious. And I, you know, I, I hope it's not me. But yeah, if it is, if it is, it is. So I'm. I was just ready to like, just to just. I, and it's a very pure like kind of free feeling. It's like, yo, we're gonna. I'm gonna either kill or die. And it's, it's, I think it's a good place to be going into the fight. Before the fight, what's it like for you now with all this experience of, you know, 10 fights and kind of being in the UFC for, I think, nine of them at this point? Uh, yeah. Um, well, that's the thing where even like all these guys have more fights than me. I still feel more like the vet in there. Like with this fight with Jordan Williams, like he, he's got like, like 15 fights or six, I think the 16 won no contest. Um, and I, this is going to be, that was my 10th professional. So, you know, he still got like six more fights in me, but I, I still felt like the vet because I've been, I've done this. I've been in this UFC cage. I've done this process. I, I love getting there and seeing all the personnel is all always so nice. And everyone's, you know, it's like, they treat you like a family. Um, so you start, I start feeling comfortable and, but, um, you know, it's always nerves. There's always nerves. I, I didn't, I didn't sleep. Like the night before. So, oh, check this out. Check this out. So this is funny because actually you are uh, a part of this a, a little bit. Like you, 
like, but I didn't, I didn't realize. So I was supposed to be the first fight of the main card. Right. Uh, I wasn't. I found that out looking at Dana White's Instagram Thursday night as I'm cutting weight. Oh, I should have tagged you as well. I, well, I, yeah, would have just pissed me off earlier in the week. Right, that's what I, I mean. Did, I, didn't I, had no idea, <laughs> right. I had no idea because, and I saw Randy Costa put up your tweet on his, on his Instagram. I was like, oh, like good for Randy. I'm glad he's on the main card too. Didn't realize he's taking my fuck up. Oh, excuse me. Take my freaking <laughs> spot. Right, right. You know what I mean? I, I was like, I was like, yo. I felt like I felt a little like disrespected, like, and then I was supposed to find out. So all week I'm preparing for the past like 10 days. I know I'm fighting at four, seven o'clock Eastern. Right. I'm getting shipped over to the arena to planning accordingly work training that time every day. And then Thursday night when I'm about to go, go to try and go to sleep. So I don't feel so all the, the, the pain from weight cutting. Yeah. Uh, I find out I'm, I'm like looking at Dana White singing. I'm all the way down. I'm like, where am I? Where am I? Then I'm boom. I would see I'm like only the fourth fight. It's like the heck. Like so now I I, I would guess that they wanted me to find out at weigh-ins the next day because no one told me. No mm-hmm. one said a word. I guess I, they wanted me to find out weigh-ins. I know now you're getting shipped over there at eleven to go to to the arena. You know, three hours earlier or whatever. Like it's just like, it, you know, it was. Uh, I mean, hey, now it all worked out. Right. Never, like you got to say again, being realistic. That if I have that fight at four instead of at one thirty, I don't get the same result. That's a different period of time. That's a different fifteen minutes. Maybe I maybe I knock him out on the first punch I throw. Maybe right. we go three whole rounds and I'm talking to you bloody and bleeding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you never know. It's, so, uh, but it was it, it all worked out. Thank God. It's easy to talk about now, but yeah, yeah. It, it was a, it was a it was another mind f, it, and it, it threw me a little bit. It, I was up like pissed off all night on Thursday. I I only slept three hours Thursday and Friday. And then after the fight Saturday, I didn't sleep at all. Cause I'm always all jacked up on adrenaline. Yeah, As I sat down on the plane before takeoff, I was sleeping, but, um, yeah. But that, that pissed you off. That, that absolutely. Like and now I, I can understand that. Is my, there any my, other I have family and friends who missed the fight? Cause we had told them it was on it. Hard. It was, Four. yeah. Everyone knew in Jersey, it was on at seven. So I was like, guys, I'm, I'm the first fight on the main card. I know exactly when I'm fighting. It's beautiful. Yeah. Tune in here, blah, blah, blah. And you People didn't have time like, to update everybody because now you're in the thick of fight week and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I put a little, like, little something told, like, my mom and tell her friends, but her friends still yeah. missed it. And <laughs> right. you know what I mean? So, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's crazy. Um, have you ever, is this a thing? I've always thought, like, do fighters even get upset that they're in the blue corner? Because the blue corner means you walk first. It means you're the lower ranked guy, or if neither of you's ranked, like you have less fights or whatever it is. And I've thought even in just recent weeks, like the last two months, I'm just like, F that man. If I was in there, I'd be such a dog. I'd be like, F this blue corner. I don't belong in a blue corner. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, right? Because you always want to be walking last. You want to walk last on the night. You know what I mean? And to, to be, yes, and like, yes and I, no. I wonder if anybody reads into that, you know, and, and like, I think we gives all do. It. Yeah. I think we all do. I think we all, I think to but be, but of a course, fighter, if you're, if you're UFC. number eight, then you want to fight number four and then you'd be in the blue corner. Like part of right. rising is to do that. So there's like, absolutely. you know, there's both sides, but. Uh, absolutely. I think, uh, on, on like a larger scale kind of answer, like 
everyone, every fighter who's, you know, probably just uh, any fighter, amateur, whatever, we got an ego. We yeah. got an ego. We think, we think we're, we're a bad mf -er. We think we're, we're this and that. And obviously, we're martial artists, so we go into a gym and we get our ego checked every day. At first, like we said before, first day you walk in there, everyone can kick your butt. So you got to check your ego. The ones who with an unhealthy ego usually get sifted out. The ones who have the ego that can grow and can be durable and, you know, learn and stuff. Those are the ones that, that survive, but, but we still got that ego. And like, you know, you know, uh, what B Vegas doesn't think uh, you, you tell you out loud, obviously you're like, yeah, no, I don't care. I don't, yeah, whatever Vegas, more of my friends make more money. If I'm the underdog, uh, if I'm in the blue corner, yeah, there's upside. Like I get to sit in the cage and breathe a little bit, take a little more time as, mm -hmm. as he gets walked in. So there's like, there's, you can find upsides to all of it, but I, I'm, in, on some level, yeah, you're like, wait, like, why am I not getting a McGregor treatment? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. like, why am I not that? You know what I mean? So I think we feel, uh, we definitely feel like, yeah, you're in the blue corner. You're like, oh, you think I'm blue corner? Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to show you who, who's who's the real red corner. Right. You, you see red corner and you're like, yeah, yeah, red corner. I'm on this side. I'm the, you know, red corner, obviously. <laughs> you're right, right, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> favorite, yeah. whatever. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. All that stuff, uh, plays and ways, you know? Yeah. Um, so what are you focused on learning the most now and not necessarily a technique, but just what, where is your mind right now? Huh. Um, so obviously, uh, skill wise, you know, still work, work in wrestling and striking and jujitsu and all, all the, the arts and stuff. Um, I think a big thing is uh, um, a big thing is like finding my rhythms and using my rhythms and what I do naturally and layering that into setting traps and, uh, you know, just higher level thinking, like using it to like set traps and use what I do naturally. And I'm focused on breathing, breathing proper. Um, uh, so on this, I have a little time off now, so I'm, I'm going to be, you know, focusing a little bit on mobility and stuff I can like, I can do while I'm not in the gym smacking heads. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, I'm even now I'm focused on like recovering and stuff because I don't want these injuries popping up anymore. So I'm going to do my due diligence and try and, you know, nip everything in the bud as much as I can. Um, is that what, what you about, mean? what about like, lifestyle habits? Um, yeah, just trying to be disciplined everywhere. Cause you know, if you're disciplined, if you're undisciplined anywhere that could seep through into anything else. Um, I'm, I've been enjoying being like a, it's going to sound kind of corny, but just being a student of life over these past like few years. Yeah. It's like understanding. Corny. Say again. So that's not corny. That's a good thing to be. Yeah, I think so. I think sometimes it's like, like I'm not like, like just like so almost like uh like I, I'm I'm aware of like people. I've learned a lot about people and people's emotions and people's like we're talking about people's egos and people what people want. People want respect, people want love, people want like different things you could tell, like what kind of drives people and what uh and like how people are and why people act certain ways. It's all like I think my sister has like this quote where it's like every action is a need trying to be met. Mm -hmm. You know, and just like understanding people where they come from, you know, and just understanding them and not like, you know, not judging people and stuff like that. Um, and just 
uh, obviously as a, I, I'd, you know, uh, you want to learn these things also to how can I put them to my advantages and stuff, but, yeah. but, but not, but, but not really. Like I just, I, 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 I besides for the po- opponent I'm against, I want to make everyone I come in contact with feel good. I, you know yeah. what I mean? I want to have, I obviously that's, a, and that's what's beautiful about the sport. It's like, I, I'm like a guy, I got like little baby sisters. I got a lot of like love in my life and I, I don't, you know, I don't fight like with like hate and just wanting to kill people. Like I fight, I, like, I, my that is like my is the love that I got. I don't, I'm not getting my ass kicked in front of my little sisters. I got that them crying watching the fights. I know win or lose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And that stuff drives me. I got like great family. I got that that circle we talked about. I got all these people who I, I'm fighting with like with with their love and like all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I I, I do. I want to I want to be able to make more more people feel good. Like the you know. Again, I think it's corny again, but like I want to almost be able to like give like a give a hug to all these all these people because I know people need it. I know yeah. people are hurting. I know people got a lot of. I know I got BS inside. You got BS inside. My everybody's got BS inside them, and like has been through some crap. And like I, I want to be able to like I'm, I'm trying to figure out ways to like uplift people. And I've just but I've just been like kind of studying it. Yeah. For now. No, it's very like ultimately. It sounds like you said, it sounds corny to even say out loud, but ultimately serving others is just, that's, that will lead to probably your greatest success. Yeah. In a weird way. You know what I mean? And it's, and it seems opposite. You got, especially as a fighter, because you got to dial up the aggression and to promote a fight, the nastier you are and kind of the trash talk, whatever helps your career, but then to kind of pay it back or pay it forward as best you can in as many ways as you can gets more people. Look at Dustin Poirier. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like look at the mission that he's on and how much it's benefited him because it's about something bigger than him. Instead of yeah. people that are like, I want to make more money. I want to make more money, man. I just, I, I got it. I want, you know, if it becomes about that, then people get turned off. They're like, you're not doing anything for me. You know? Absolutely. And yeah, so, yeah. And, and I just think being, being real, that's one of the things like of being a, like I said, like it being a student of life, like being if someone's real and authentic and themselves and like honest, forthcoming all stuff, it's great. It's the most, it's like, you love to be around people. When people are not that way, it's like, oh, like it's, it's disgusting. Like it's, it stinks. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard to watch. It's hard to look at. It's, it's, it's like, you know, when, when people are, yeah, on, uh, inauthentic, it right. shows, it's not hard to, it's not hard to see and you feel it. It's like an energy. Yeah. So I think it's like trying to be real, trying to be real and just, you know, let like the good sides come out of yourself. Like let the ki- kindness, the, you know, you let your charisma come out, let you, you know, being, just being good to people. I think it's just, it's just so important. And I know it, you help that person. They go, are, it's going to pay it forward unless right. they're like a total piece of crap. But I doubt you're, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that, that stuff pays for those are good vibes and that, you know, that you can help. A tr- we, we can help a tremendous amount of people. Yeah. You know? I just have a couple more questions. Was it not, was it tough for you to become your authentic self? Cause I remember when you, who did you beat? Oh, you won in Lincoln, Nebraska. And you know, you called out like a couple of people, whatever. And it's like, you kind of had this hard edge a little bit. Um, did that feel like you or have you kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, has it been tough to find your authentic yeah. self while being in the spotlight? A little bit. 
in the beginning, like I knew it was like it was like necessary to get my name get on out the there map. and set myself. Yeah. yeah, get on the map. And uh, I I probably did step outside myself a little bit to make these call outs and call Super Saiyan Northcut corny. I'm a punch of spikes out of his hair. Like, I, you know, I was I was working. <laughs> yeah, was yeah, working. yeah. That's the thing. You That's know? part of it, though. It's it's yeah. it's part of it. But but you seem different now. Yeah, I'm 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 more comfortable in myself. I'm more I I, I understand myself better. I I don't I, I don't want to be I don't need to be jaw jacking with people on on Instagram and Twitter. I don't yeah. I just it's not it's I'm not I'm not much of a I I have to put like effort into being a social media guy. It's not me. I, I'm you see me in person, talk to me out in the like street. I'm then that's me being myself. Like, I don't know this. I'm not, I'm not like a lot of these other kids with that. I realize that I'm not, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm not, uh, but yeah, so just, just find myself. I'm just trying to be just true. Like, yeah, I, I, I am a bad mother, mother effort and I'll, I'll get in there and I'll, I'll tear someone's head off. I like, I know that I know that by myself. I know I can do that. I don't need to, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to act like, I don't need to walk around tough all the time. Like, right. it's not that I, you ever did that, but, uh, you we see a lot of that yeah you know yeah um, that, those are just the weak those are the weak weak people you know what i mean they're yeah. they're compensating they're they're uncomfortable they have their you know issues they're sad it's uh so yeah i you know I, and i do i think i'm i mean i'm just trying to do i'm doing it i'm trying to just stay authentic i have been for years i've i've just been just trying to be real to myself and you know cuz i i don't want to be the, i don't want to be that that gross thing we talked about mm-hmm. by any means you know what i mean like yeah. it's yeah so what's the advice then to anybody out there, uh, fighter or non-fighter, to kind of level up and achieve uh, good things? Just like keep that nose to the grindstone. Keep, you know, you got to be brutally honest with yourself. You have to be brutally honest with yourself because it's easy to, our egos make us make up uh, excuses and reasons why things happen. But if we really, then that's, that's something that like losses have granted me. Like, you lose you if you really look at it you can figure out why like you know the re, like the reason um and and then boom you can grow from that like you like the losses are lessons and they're you learn more from uh you feel like you always want to win obviously i'm still like riding a little high i feel great everything's wonderful loss burns you up and burns you up for could burn you up for my first loss burned me up for months months like months i was in like a like i was down um, but I learned a lot. Like I learned how, how to improve and all that stuff. So I'd say just take the lessons they come in the gym. Don't be afraid to lose. You better to do it there than, than out in front of millions of people one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just think just trying to just being off, just being authentic with it, just being realistic. We're not all, we all want to be the best, but we're not all the best at the time, but we can, all, we can get there. You know, so just, I'd say, just keep, keep plugging, keep doing the right things, surround yourselves with good people who, you know, care and, uh, don't get caught up in no BS. There you go, man. Big fan of yours, Mickey. Likewise, brother. Hey, um, when I called that fight in Lincoln, Nebraska against George Sullivan, and I saw you in the hotel lobby and I was still relatively new at that point. I think I was about a year into, uh, doing UFC stuff, but I went over to you and I was just like, Hey, Mickey, good luck today. Uh, I'll, I'll be calling your fight on TV. You're like, I know who you are, Brendan. Come on, man. Like, you know, whatever. And I was, I'm very appreciative of that experience. I remember that in that lobby of just like, ah, oh, Mickey's a nice guy. Mickey knows who I am and cool. I belong here. And I guess I'm doing something right. 
Oh, that's what's up, bro. I'm happy to hear that. Very, yeah. yeah, good. So you're making people happy, whether you realize it or not, right? And then you're trying to get everybody trying to pay to, forward. Man. There we go. Good. good. I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad for that. I'm glad All for right. that. Um, can't wait to see you back in there. But enjoy vacation, right? Taking a trip. Yeah, going down the shore, Jersey enjoy, Shore. Baby. Enjoy the summer. Oh, we didn't even get to talk about like Jersey Shore uh, snooky type of stuff, but I don't think that's. Bro, really I got time. Or we could we could do a part two. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll we'll uh we'll we'll reconnect down the road because I'm a fan of talking to you and uh all the best, man. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Can't wait to see you back in there. Yeah, bro, I had a blast. Anytime you want to do this again, just shoot me a text. Hope you enjoyed that. Part two of the interview with Mickey Gall. Cross him off as somebody that I can now consider a friend in the fight game. Uh certainly a connection after speaking with him at length there, and uh we'll get him back on the show. Maybe in anticipation of his next fight or we'll see where his career goes but uh really enjoyed talking to him in that format again these fighters man i always love connecting with them and just the way of the world being what it is and uh fight weeks being at the apex at home and no travel and no time in airport lounges or hotel lobbies and that sort of thing you just lose that so this show is super valuable for that and i hope that you find it valuable as well in terms of getting information on some of the fighters that you really like to watch and Uh, maybe the life lessons that you can apply to your own life. As always, you can check out the YouTube channel. I put up clips there, and I've gotten a lot busier over the last few weeks trying to get up something six days a week, you know, in terms of whether it's a clip, whether it's a full interview, whether it's a fight preview, whether it's a fight recap of some stuff, just uh, really getting a little bit busier and looking at um, efficient ways that I can make content, connect with you guys as fans of this show and uh, other things that I do and obviously my work for the UFC. So uh, anyways, hope you guys have a great day, week, month, whatever you're going through, get through it. And uh, I'll see you next week. I don't know who the guest is going to be, but we'll find a good one. Thanks as always for listening to Fitz Nation. We'll see you next time.